This is AgriPulse Daybreak for Thursday, February 8th. Good morning. I'm Jeff Daly. Here's today's headlines. Farm Bill Hall in budget deal. Farm income slump. Crews won't relent. Trump pressed on NAFTA and H-2A demand booms. A budget deal paves the way for the Farm Bill. Senate negotiators have reached a landmark budget deal that clears some major challenges out of the way for Congress to pass a new Farm Bill this year. The budget deal authorizes new assistance for dairy and cotton producers and creates new funding for the Farm Bill in the process. The top Democrat of the Senate Agriculture Committee, Michigan's Debbie Stabenow, said these are substantial wins for dairy and cotton and will go a long way to support our farmers. Let's be clear, the key benefit of this budget deal to the Farm Bill is that senators could take advantage of appropriation rules to authorize new spending without offsetting cuts. The Agriculture Committee simply can't do that because of the rules that they must follow. The big question today is whether Republican leaders can muscle the budget deal through the Senate and through the House. Some House conservatives don't like the sweeping agreement, but President Trump used his Twitter account late yesterday to call for passage of the deal. The government is slated to shut down at midnight unless Congress passes the budget deal. Farm income forecast could boost the farm bill. The grim numbers out of the USDA on farm income are going to provide fodder for members of the House and the Senate Agriculture Committees as they lobby colleagues to support a new farm bill. Net farm income is forecast to fall 6.7% or $4.3 billion this year. Adjusted for inflation, that would mean this year's earnings of $91.9 billion would be the lowest since 2002. Net farm income is a broad measure of the farm economy that includes cash receipts and government payments as well as changes in inventory and depreciation. Much of the income decline is due to an expected drop in government subsidies as farmers receive smaller payments from the agriculture risk coverage and price loss coverage programs. Government payments are expected to total $9.3 billion this year. That's a $2.1 billion drop. From last year. Producer sentiment, though, is looking up. Despite the fall in farm income, a gauge of farmer confidence indicates that producers are feeling a little better about their current situation as well as the longer term outlook. The Purdue CME Group Ag Economy Barometer, a measure of producer sentiment, rose nine points to 135 for January. The index is based on a monthly survey of 400 farmers. The producers also were asked about the impact of the new tax law. Nearly half, or 47%, say they expected the tax bill to benefit their farms. Cruz, he's keeping a grip on Northy. Looks increasingly likely that Congress will have to write the farm bill without the input of Undersecretary for Farm and Conservation Programs at USDA. Senator Chuck Grassley, Iowa Republican yesterday, tried to get unanimous consent for a vote on Bill Northey's nomination, but Senator Ted Cruz of Texas reiterated his objection to moving Northey. Cruz is demanding that the ethanol industry accept a cap on the price of biofuel credits. GOP senators stress NAFTA support to Trump. Republicans on the Senate Finance Committee went to the White House yesterday and pressed President Trump to successfully renegotiate the North American Free Trade Agreement. 
Committee Chairman Oren Hatch said senators underscored that preserving NAFTA is vital for the millions of Americans whose jobs depend on trade in North America and that weakening the agreement would jeopardize American economic growth. Ways and Means gets NAFTA update from USTR. U.S. Trade Representative Robert Lighthizer was on Capitol Hill yesterday giving members of the House Ways and Means Committee an update on the NAFTA negotiations before the next round is scheduled for the end of the month. Lighthizer refused to take questions after the meeting, but lawmakers who were in the room said the USTR stressed to them concerns that Canada was still unwilling to negotiate on a Trump proposal to raise the percentage of parts in cars sold in North America that must be produced in the U.S., Canada, or Mexico from 62.5% to 82%. Mexico has signaled it's willing to accept the rules of origin proposal that according to reports from Mexico City. Republicans advance EPA nominee. EPA Administrator Scott Pruitt may soon have a deputy. The Senate Environment and Public Works Committee voted 11 to 10 on party lines yesterday to approve the nomination of Andrew Wheeler to be deputy administrator of the agency. The committee's top Democrat, Delaware Senator Tom Carper, is holding out for a commitment from Pruitt that he won't implement certain measures being advocated by mining magnate Bob Murray. Among other things, Murray wants Pruitt to repeal the agency's long-standing endangerment finding that greenhouse gases are dangerous. H-2A demand up sharply. Farmers are increasingly turning to the H-2A visa program to field their workforce, even though they're having to pay higher wages for the foreign workers, a sign of the continued tight labor market. The Labor Department approved a record 32,084 H-2A positions during the last quarter of 2017. That's a 15% increase over the same quarter the year before and a 109% increase since 2013. That according to an analysis by the American Farm Bureau Federation. The average minimum wage for H-2A workers, called the adverse effect wage rate, is $12.20 an hour this year, which is 13% higher than in 2013. The minimum wage rate is up nearly 23% in California over that same period. GMA gets new top lobbyist. Veteran food industry lobbyist Brian Falkertz is taking over as Executive Vice President of Government Affairs for the Grocery Manufacturers Association. That is, the group struggles with member defections and policy divisions among food companies. Fulkers last year managed the Senate confirmation process for Agriculture Secretary Sonny Perdue. He served as Vice President of Public and Government Affairs for Mondelez International from 2012 to 2016. That stint followed five years as Vice President of U.S. Government Affairs for Kraft Foods. Kraft is now Kraft Hines. Confirmed yesterday that it's the latest food giant pulling out of GMA. Here's today's She Said It. We're going to solve some problems in dairy and cotton and actually create some baseline for the farm bill. So it's a good deal. That Senator Debbie Stabenow, the ranking Democrat of the Senate Agriculture Committee, about the budget deal. Well, that's Daybreak for this Thursday, February 8th. AgriPulse Daybreak is brought to you by Watkinson Miller. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak, I'm Jeff Daly.